That's a nice pair of cheeks got there. Hello everyone, I'm Matt, <laughs> aka Legion Rex, and welcome back to The Gap, the generic anime podcast. I'm your host, with me I have my co-host Shane, uh, aka The Bearded One. How are you doing today, Shane, and which cheeks are you specifically talking about? Well, which which do you think I'm talking about, Matt? Whichever one you want, Shane. Um, okay, <laughs> let's tone that voice down a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. With me, I also have my co-host, Spencer. How are you doing today, Spencer? Significantly worse than I was, like, 15 seconds ago. I was going to say, he was doing better until that intro started. I was doing pretty good until that intro happened, but thankfully I am saved because I have some American Mountain Dew. What's the difference? Uh, it's it's uh, M- M- American Mountain Dew has to pass through the FDA, which means it probably has more caffeine and is worse for you, but it tastes better. Because all things that are worse for you do to end up tasting better, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and anyways, there's still like ten, nine or ten cans left for when you guys come over, but it's uh, it's it's um watermelon flavored. Gonna get diabetes. Let's fucking go, boys. We're gonna get diabetes. It's gonna be great. Diabetes. You love to see it. Uh, we have a wonderful show planned for y'all today. We have some simulcasts to talk about, some simulpubs, a singular news. Uh, one is, yes, yes, one number one news, mm-hmm. as well as our featured anime of the podcast, which is a big one uh, the rebuild of Evangelion. All four of them. We watched all four of them prior to this. So we are going to be talking about the whole series uh, on the podcast. So get ready for what is sure to be a behemoth of a discussion uh so let's uh so let's just jump right into it i'd say uh uh let's just jump right into it uh let me clarify that i have barely caught up on anything in terms <laughs> of psychocasts uh it is uh it was a busy two weeks for me so i did not watch all that much i only caught up on one show uh spencer did you catch up on anything Oh fuck no! <laughs> I I I've been wor- uh, so since I've got uh, regular part time at work. I've been working like five days a week, like close to full shifts. Like I'm I'm basically full time without being full time. Uh, so on and on on my days off, I was like, should I watch? Should I get caught up? And I realized, nah, this season kind of sucks. So I decided to not do that. Instead, he decided to watch Gundam. <laughs> I did watch Gundam. Like, I, did I, watch I literally, Gundam. I literally remember you popping up in the anime chat, and it was like, "Should I take my precious time off to catch up on shows that are currently airing?" Pfft, nah, let's watch Gundam. <laughs> I did watch Gundam. My yeah. my uh, Spencer's Gundam journey continues. I I I finished Eglu, which is a completely uh, CG. Uh, a Gundam series that is set of three OVAs. Uh, the first two OVAs are are uh, one story about Zeon, and they're pretty good. Uh, the second one is about the Earth Federation, and it's kind of trash because <laughs> because they brought in a weird like supernatural. They brought metaphor. in a mobile suit that's also the Grim Reaper. Yeah, basically, it's the a mobile suit that's death. the Grim. And, no, literally, and, straight no, up. <laughs> it's literally like a Gundam that is a metaphor of, of like death on the battlefield and how death follows you. Um, 
Also, it's three episodes, but none of the characters in the episodes carry over. So there's not enough time for me to actually give a shit about these characters. You'll love to uh, see but, it. But, but, the CG actually looks really good for the time. Like, like a, I, I, I will give Igloo that positive, that the CG looked good in when the first OVA came out in, like, 2007. Yeah, uh, it's it's got that interesting like how do I describe it? It looks like got it's got the mix of ultra realism in its CG that like Final Fantasy and Ace Combat have with like the anime styled characters. Yeah. Um. So it, it but it looks really good. Uh, for its time. Uh, mm-hmm. Although yeah. uh, although it is although it is a little weird going to a CG Gundam show. Uh, yes, because. Everything that, that I've watched, including Thunderbolt, was, like, traditional a- animation. And then fucking... It wasn't even Tomino, but I'm just going to blame Tomino. Who's just like, what if we use computers? And they're like, mm, sounds good, sir. But what, what I understand, we, what if we make a Goku CG? Black. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay, Spencer. I, I was talking about Goku Black. Yeah. Yeah, Goku Don't Black. Shoot. Yeah. Not... That this man, man isn't, isn't black. black. Yeah, I wasn't talking about like Goku if he was played by like Ruby Ray Moore. Uh, <laughs> although I would watch that in a heartbeat. I'm dying Yo, fucking, uh, fucking Dolomite uh, as Goku. Go- like, Goku play- as played by Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, or uh, or, or if you want um, a more sophisticated Goku, David Keith. Who is the fucking... You joke, but I would absolutely fuck with that. Yeah, I would too. What about Keith David? (laughs) David Keith, yes. Yes, what about Keith David? That is is what I call him in my headcanon. It's David Keith, yes. David Keith? Yes. David Um, Keith, the vice president in the critically acclaimed video game Saints Row 4. Yes. Uh, But in order, Eggloo goes for the first OVA in 8 out of 10. It's really good. I actually enjoyed it. No, sorry, sorry. It goes seven for the first one, eight for the second one because it's a good ending to that story, and six for the third one because Oof. it was kind of trash. Um, so I, I finished that. I moved on to the beginning, technically the first in the the uh, the origin. Yes, you watch the origin, origin, which is OVAs that are an hour each about the rise of Zeon. They were made. Um, and, they're, they're, they're called OVAs, but I'm gonna be honest with you. They were released theatrically. They're basically a series of movies. Uh, they're basically movies. <laughs> like they were released Trusty? theatrically. They played theatrically. They were in theaters. So uh, I've only finished the first episode, but it is really, really good. And every time that that I hear Shar, I'm like, yes, this is the best. Yeah, he's played by Keith Silver in the. In the dub for this, he's played by Keith Silverstein, which is a great fucking good, yeah, casting good casting. Voice. Yeah. Also, also seeing a young Ramba Rawl makes me very happy as well because yeah, that's my boy. Um, um, yeah, honestly, Origin's one of my favorite ones, and it's a and it fills in so much of the backstory for uh, for the yeah. original series. It's crazy. I like already know more about like the beginning of Zeon than I did through the entirety of the original mobile suit. Uh, but after this, I have Stardust Memories, and then I'm on to Zeta. Stardust Memory, by the way, does spoil some stuff for Zeta, so you what can... What the fuck? Really? It came, it came out after Zeta, so you okay. have to understand okay. that. Uh, 
But that being said, I that being said, it's nothing too major. It just spoils who the main villains of Zeta are. So, which so you'll find out on your own anyway. So, so yeah, so something that, that happens before Zeta starts, yeah, is okay. Well, yeah, case, no, it came out. It, it Stardust Memory came out in the nineties, so uh, it came out okay. during the OVA. Because remember that uh, a lot of the Gundam OVAs and a lot of like OVAs in general, the nineties are the golden age of OVAs. Uh, mm-hmm. like early nine, early to mid nineties is where because TV anime. It wasn't until ironically Ava that TV anime started really getting back on track, and like TV anime was on its way out. Because um, so. I know um, War in the Pocket was the that was an OVA, and then HMS team. I want to say yeah, and Oath was ninety five, um, and yeah. both of those. Stardust is I think it's like ninety three, ninety four. It's it's mm. uh, it's it's like in the mid. 90s. It's mid 90s. It's animation's really good though. Stardust Memories quite good. Uh, I don't like it. Minutes. As much as wow, that's brisk. What is? <laughs> you just said 90. It, it was a joke. No. It was a joke. Oh, oh, I, I got confused. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm purposely sandbagging your joke. Thank you. Um, At least you acknowledged I, it. In I, some I just way. genuinely got confused. So, uh, but yes, Gundam continues to be Kino and. Uh, I, I did Until not you expect... get to the ones that aren't Kino. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is... I I am at one point, Matt, because I, I have to, I'm going to have to watch um, Reconquista and G. <laughs> it got a 1 out of 10 from me, dude. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> if, it's if, if, Matt, if Matt the Gundam Man gives a Gundam a 1 out of 10, I am looking forward to how it, terrible it is. If Matt gives anything a 1 out of 10, I'm like, yo, you must have fucked up real bad. Yeah, <laughs> it because... is. It's awful. And it's a Tomino one, too, which makes it even worse. Why? It's like, oh, why, was, to- why did he do so bad? Tomino, uh, from what I understand, it's just... I hate to say it, Tomino's old. He, uh, Tomino's yeah. old... He has not. He hasn't made an anime he, like when he made Brooklyn Gustinji. It had been fucking twenty years since his last Gundam show in the nineties. It had been twenty years since he worked on any show. He had mostly been working as a character designer and as a occasional manga artist. He hadn't written anything in a while. His writing style was still stuck in the eighties. Oh. He tried to do an eighties style anime in twenty like sixteen with the runtime as well it's not it's only 26 that that can't buddy yeah it didn't work as well it it, it just it, it was just it, i was looking for it was a massive disappointment too because i was really looking forward to it because i love tomino and i love his work um but you know it's just a damn shame that it turned out to be kind of a mess it's not the only bad gundam though there's a couple there's a couple of stinkers so did you so. say wing right gundam wing I don't like Wing, but that that that's a minority opinion. I know Wing's like one of the more popular ones. That that one's the, just a hot, that one's a hot take for me. I don't like Wing, but I suspect literally you'll like Wing. The, I suspect the, you'll like Wing, but I don't personally like it very much. The so. only thing I know about Gundam Wing is from those like out of context dub clips, and I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, yes. the du- yeah, the dub is hilarious. The dub the dub is very mid. It's, it came out in the late '90s. It was one of the it was one of the first three dubs on Toonami. It was like that fucking dragon ball z and i Hell think yeah. like and cowboy bebop Go- wayne is an important show though because wayne is the reason why 
is one of the three major shows that contributed to the boom. So it is one of the most important animes in the West. However, it is also, in my opinion, easily the weakest of the three. So there is that. Um, well, I, I mean, even if it turns out to be outstanding, it will never be as culturally relevant as fucking Dragon Ball and Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> fucking, well, well, fucking. That's a it, stack it, deck, dude. Yeah. Gundam Wayne is also important because it's also the first Gundam show that was really popular with the female demographic, which is the big reason why Gundam has a lot of pretty boy designs now. It's because uh, of... Hey, I'm not It's because of Wayne. It's because of Wayne. I don't mind either. I don't... I'm not... I am absolutely not... Yes. ...is my jam. Uh, anybody um, who follows me when I watch sports shows, usually I'll I'll be like, yeah, that's my... That's my, my bishy boy. Like, like, uh... Uh, Prince from... Mm -hmm. Run, from Run With The Wind. Who, who did it, and I was so happy for him. Can't wait until we cover Run with the Wind next year in Sports Month. Gonna same. Be yeah, same. All right. All right. Uh, Shane, is there anything you're watching this season? No. <laughs> As for expected, Shane, I'm not watching anything. Yeah, that's why I figured you weren't watching anything because you let me ramble about Gundam. And I'm just yeah, like, okay, like, Shane, I, probably I got nothing to talk anything. about. So, like, go off, King. <laughs> Go up. The only thing I'm watching, the only thing I got caught up on is Magic Record, which I think you all absolutely have to do because it is because after the kind of weak first season, what the hell? They have completely turned fucking the show around. Um, it, like from like like the storytelling is leagues better. The animation is consistently. It's nothing but Sakuga, dude. For like, for, it's been four. The show is four episodes right now. It's four episodes of Sakuga. Um, there's been, it's been the high production values and I think this is the best thing it feels like Madoka again the tone is much more in line with the original series now that's part um, of the reason why I dropped the first season because I really did not feel like the Madoka that I knew yeah. and that's it, why it kind of alienated me it felt like a mobile game and that which, was kind it, of which, which, it, which it, it was is, yeah. <laughs> it was but I don't watch Madoka Magica to think about those people that spend thousands of dollars on gotcha games. I watch Madoka to feel like my mind is melting. Yeah, it's a case. Yeah, it's a case. Yeah, but it it feels a lot more like Madoka. It's not as mind bending as that show is, obviously. But obviously. in terms of tone, it's much more in line with that uh, because it's darker now. It has a little bit. It it it's diving more into the lore a lot more and it actually it actually feels like that it has a much clearer direction in terms of story and character that it wants to do which i really appreciate uh and it really really appreciate and the fact is, is that this season's only going to be eight episodes long too so it feels oh. really tight it feels really tight consistent and no filler at all it's very very much it's like self it's very very well paced and i think that's the best part of it frankly uh, so it's def, uh, and I know uh, the re and the reason it's eight episodes is because I know that the season three starts in like November or December of this year. So yeah, they already announced season three. So yeah, which is the last one too. So after season three, it's the entire show will be done. Probably then all hands on deck for the movie, um, which I'm which is again, is Ur Urobuchi working on the movie. Urobuchi wrote the script like fucking six years ago and hasn't worked on the film since. Apparently, they have not changed the script nor will. They change his script, so 
they're just gonna pull uh, it out of the dust. It's drawer. a little bizarre that he's had, they've had the script lying around for six years. But yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like huh. man's been man's been a lot man's been doing shit for like that done. Man's for been six working years. on a puppet show for six years. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's fucking yeah, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Fantasy. Fantasy. Which, Which I still you haven't seen. If you, have not seen. if you have not seen, please watch Thunderbolt Fantasy. We'll probably never cover it on the podcast because that's it's not anime. It but literally, all I know so about good. all I know about Thunderbolt Fantasy is like it's a fucking Chinese puppet drama or puppet it, action shonen. It owns. But, it owns. <laughs> but with like Gen or Abuchi doing direction or like, writing, okay. I think it is. I'll, I'll explain yeah. it the best I can, Spencer. Imagine like the most insane, over the top action shown and you can think of mm -hmm. with puppets <laughs> and it's oh and so when a puppet and yes when the puppet gets his head cut off there is blood and it's oh, yeah the puppet is a living being <laughs> it's Genurabuchi. i don't expect Dude, anything it's, less it's Gen and and it's and it's Genurabuchi. it's the real Genurabuchi thing too that it's not like grim dark for the sake of it it's a little bit more on the lighter side in terms of tone that he usually does oh yeah because you know fucking puppets <laughs> Yeah, because they're puppets, but it's awesome. If you have not seen Thunderbolt Fantasy, go go watch it. It is a absolute blast. Um, uh, so, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he wrote the script like six years ago. Uh, so like now, yeah, so they're they're gonna have to go into like the 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 lower basement of the Shaft office with like lock and key, open up the chest, and it's like covered in dust and cobwebs. It's, they, it's an the ancient they, texts. I was gonna say they they have like an old like oil lamp like a lantern and they have to like put it on a hook and like read the ancient text and they're just like, like ah it's like on an indiana jones style trap where like they have to like the mummy or some shit yeah like like you have it's... to swap it out with like a, a paperweight or else it Don't summons read. the giant boulder <laughs> Don't read from the book the fucking the the corpse of of fucking gen urabuchi just like shambles upstairs, uh, uh, sorry, shambles downstairs. Just like, what are you doing? What? What really? if now you're now you're gonna take it? It's no, been done for six years. No. What if the reason Genro Boots has been working on the puppet show is because he got trapped by Shaft in the basement? They left him there. They just so, left him there because they 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 just expected that we need a, we need we need another Madoka film for I the last like. <laughs> for the last like six years that it's been finished they just haven't checked on him they've just been like he's so still writing so you're saying that he's been shafted and with that we're moving on <laughs> to our <laughs> <laughs> okay. why did you do that I needed an episode title okay no, you really? told me he's been shafted. You well, can't, yeah. you can't well, force an episode title. We, we will have more opportunities for but fucking listen, episode titles. But listen, the idea was in my brain. I needed okay, to get it out. But do, do you think that all of the great episode titles I've given you have been forced? I don't know, man. Like, uh, Jamaican me, j j I can promise you that Jamaican me crazy was not forced. Yeah, but you're always making me crazy. Anyway, news time. News no, time. Uh, well, we have simul pubs to talk about. Oh yeah, One Piece was crazy good with Sweet. Moving on. Oh oh you, oh. You do not oh, want to talk. You not want to talk about One Piece, Shane? I mean, like, what else is there to say other than One Piece was crazy good this week? It's really good. It's really Wait. good. Zoro and Sanji beat up a guy. Yeah, a couple I, guys. Yeah. Beat up I a dinosaur robot. Have... <laughs> 
I actually have something to talk about. Oh shit, what does Spence have to talk about? Uh, so I'm completely caught up on my hero Academia Vigilantes. Um, oh, right. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, Vigilantes. Vigilantes is really good. Like, it's genuinely really good. Like, I don't hear enough people talking about it. And Fucking I just... Probably because it doesn't I, have an anime, so... Yeah, and I just want... I just, like, especially, like, like recently with all the shit that's gone down... Um, this is an in- incredible prequel. Like, this has some, the, like, the art in this manga is beautiful. Like, it's gorgeous to look at. Um, the story is actually really interesting and actually ties a lot of really cool backstory stuff for some for some characters into like kind of minute details. Like, uh, like, um, uh, God, I, um, Aizawa, like, why he wears his goggles, they go into that, like, the actual reason why, and it's, it's, it's really fucking sad, um, but, uh, I'm completely caught up now, and I'm just, like, waiting on bated breath for, um, one, the next volume to come out in English, but, uh, Two, just the next chapter. Like, if you if you are completely caught up on MHA and just want something that's similar but different, I highly, highly recommend uh, Vigilantes. It's very good. I need to read it. It has been on my mm-hmm. list for quite a while. I'll... Yeah, I, I, quite, quite a while. So, One Piece, Shane. Uh, yeah, so Zoro and Sanji beat up a, a robot dinosaur. Yeah, and it's awesome. Wait, that was a robot dinosaur? Yeah, that was a robot dinosaur. This is why I love talking about One Piece, because every time... (laughs) It was a robotic dinosaur. Excuse me? Yes, it was a robotic dinosaur. Under the command Uh, of a a dragon man. Yeah. Because one of Kaido's subordinates, his name's Queen, he's like this big fat dude who runs the prison, turns out that he can transform into a brontosaurus, and he's also a cyborg. Uh, uh, and Sanji yeah. kicked him with his firefight. Yeah, Sanji kicked him, and win. And won, so. Um, I love uh, it. I, I, love, I, I love One Piece. I do think... That will reach. I think we're. I think we're getting close though to the uh to the climax of Wano though. I think I can. Most of the subordinates are down at this point. Um, mm-hmm. with the exception of a couple. I yeah. All I'm the thinking... all the Toby Ropo are taken care of. There's just like Queen and King left basically. There's Queen oh, and, and King Jack. left and Jack and Jack and Big Mom. We have to deal with Big Mom as well. Who's doing the big... whatever the hell she's been doing for? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I like thi- I can tell the cl- I think I don't know if Wano's going to be done by the end of the year. I don't think it is, but I definitely think by the middle of next year we'll be done. I think it, I think I I don't think we I think we have I I think we're almost done. I think I think we're going to get heading to like the ra- like we'll get into the climax of Wano, which is good. Uh, which is good. As much as I love Wano, I want, I want more. I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened at the Reverie. I want Matt, to know what Matt happened. Matt literally to just wants to know what happened at the Reverie. That's why he wants Wano to end. I want, I want to know if Vivi is okay. What about Sabo? I want to know if my wife is okay, Shane. What about Sabo? 
I don't care about Savo. Um, Excuse I want me? You and me going to have some words. You're telling me that Sabo might have sacrificed himself to save Kuma, and you're just like, Yeah, Sabo might be dead, though, actually, so who knows. Uh, I haven't even met Sabo, and I take offense to that. Also, I'm going to bring it up on... Yeah, you saw Sampede. He was cool. He flew around. Exact. No, like, (laughs) I know, and I know that he's no longer voiced by Redacted. Instead, he's voiced by, um... Johnny Unbosh. Johnny Unbosh. Infinitely better choice, by the way. which, Which they just seem to have given all of... Redacted rules to Johnny Young Bosch, which um, is good. <laughs> yes, because Johnny Young Bosch is, you know, a uh, pretty decent human being. Completely unrelated, but I have noticed that when it comes to replacing Redacted's previous roles, they either pick Johnny Young Bosch or Landon McDonald. It's either of those. Two Landon McDonald. No well, that's because Landon McDonald can actually replicate Redacted's voice. Yeah, like, that's why I feel so. like I've heard like. I heard like Rompo in Bungo season three. I heard uh, Rohan in Thus Spoke Rohan Kishibe, and I'm like, is he still doing the voice? It sounds just like him. And I'm like, oh, oh no, it's it's, La- it's it's Landon. It's it's just Landon McDonald, and he's still and he he's just really good. So yeah. good for him. But uh, One Piece. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna bring it up on screen the panel of Zoro and Sanji because it's because it, dope so as fuck. it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's so great. Like an- there's like I, also, an I have the color version side. that I found on Twitter. And which th- this did, panel looks incredible colored, by the way. What did they say again? They said fucking shot. That's it. Yeah. It's Diable Jambe shot and then yeah. um, Jambe shot in three sword style purgatory onigiri. Yeah. Yes. It's so yeah. cool. Anyway. Yeah. One piece be mad good this week. Yeah. One Piece always be mad good. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, if, if, it, is, dollar, if it isn't good one week, I would be concerned. If I if I had a dollar for every time that Matt specifically said, you know, I think we're almost done Wano, I could afford, <laughs> like, two dollars two well, okay, 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 All right, all right, all right. All right, so, um, all right. I, to, in my defense... I did not expect the twists and turns of Wano most of the time because oh, because does. Oda because Oda is a madman. However, I also know how he structures his arcs, and if most of the subordinates are down, and then we just got King and Queen left, and then we got to deal with them, then we're pretty much then it's pretty much just Kaido. Yeah, and what's um, going on with Anel, huh? Yeah, it, I I. I still think Anel's gonna. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold that to it to the end of the arc. I don't. Man's delusional. <laughs> I no. Here's the thing. If I am delusional, I will be delusional to the end. I, I mean, am, at least you're I am a man of my point. word. Let's say mad, mad respect. <laughs> if I'll be, if I'm delusional, I'll be delusional to the end of the arc. If 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 Anel doesn't show up at the end of the arc, I'll take the L. But watch. Just... I think you also said you were going to. Um, I believe it was eat your shoe. On I did. I, I did not say that. I don't know what you were talking about. Play I believe you tape. said you would eat your pants. Live on I didn't camera. Know. I did not say that. That is slander. Oh, I'm pretty sure you did. You are slandering me. Oh Uh-oh. man, I feel. I feel like you also said that you were going to delete your account. Um, I did in front of a viewing audience. I did not say that. that you did not say that. And I am being slandered on my own show. And that you would change you your name to uh, Poo Poo Stinky Pants. 
okay, it, I am being absolutely That one might be real. <laughs> that one actually might be real. <laughs> uh, Shane, is there any other ones you want to talk about? I mean, you can talk about my hero. My hero. I don't actually have a lot to say about my hero. Uh, just character other than development it's really... for Uraka. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Other other than it's really good. Uh, other than it's really good, and but I need to wait till the next chapter because uh, I've read leaks for the next chapter, and ooh, so I'm gonna wait till next week, uh, next podcast to talk about my hero. When he makes that specific noise, you know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll and I'll... I was saying, and uh, next episode I'll probably be caught up on everything else because I'm gonna read fucking Mashal because. I've missed I need a bunch to catch of up on Mashal. Fuck. Exactly. Everyone says Mashal's really good right now, so uh, like I stopped. I, I stopped I right in the middle of the fucking tournament arc. Dude, I'm at the very end. So, uh, but like Mashal, uh, Kaisen. Um, I need to catch up on Kaisen. Clover. So. Like, I have no idea what's good. going on with Clover right now. That's like the one I kind of under. Oh. I kind of know what's going on in the rest of them, but Clover's the I one saw, thing I'm like, what is going I on? I saw. I saw in an article, and it's just like, hey, um, Oscar and... No, Oscar. Oscar? Oscar. Can you tell that I watched like, all these movies pretty close together? Oscar, <laughs> I watched them all within, like, two days, dude. You Oscar, watched them all in, like, two to three days, too. Yeah. Oscar, um and... Um, oh, my God, it's been so long, I, I forget her Austin, name. Austin, you know. No. Water chick. Noel. Um, Noel. Noel. Yeah. Thank you, Noel. Uh, there is some romance happening. There's some blooming. I am not caught up on Black Clover, but now there might be a reason for me to catch up on Black Clover. Uh, so I will. I, they are I will be cute. I love Noel. That's why. Um, yes. So. Um, but yeah, I. But yeah. Uh, so that is all the Simon pubs we have to talk about. We have one news. Um, one we have a bracket one piece of, and news. it's again about manga, but this time, who here loves JoJo? JoJo, JoJo's a bizarre adventure. Adventure. Um, oh, that's, that's a baseball. baseball. All right. So as we know, um, part eight ended. Part eight finally ended. It only yes. took like ten eight years. years. <laughs> ten How, years. Hey. Okay, for those of you who don't know, how many chapters do you think it was at the end? It was like, it was like two 90 something. It was like no, 90 it was 110. Oh. It was 110 chapters. That well, it was, was monthly, though, so. Yeah, it was monthly, and also Araki is old. Araki's old. He doesn't look old. Man's He's got to rest his old. bones every now and then, dude. Man, man looks incredible, but he is, keep in mind, he is old. Um, yeah, but uh, Hideyuko Araki teased the tentative, t tentatively titled Jojo Lands in this year's September issue of Suasis Ultra Jump magazine on Thursday. Araki's Jojolian manga ended in the same issue. Araki tanked readers for 10 years of Jojolian and revealed the new Jojo Lands will premiere after a small break. Um, the, the magazine also announced that Araki's Jojo Bizarre Adventure series will get its first ever spin-off manga this winter. Uh, Kohei Kanado, who is the uh, who worked on Bookie Pop and others, as well as the light novel for Golden Wind, uh, was writing the story. And Taku uh, Takasu Kasuma, uh, Karasuma, who worked on No Guns Life, will be drawing the manga. Uh, so JoJo's getting a spin-off manga, which I I'm shocked it took this long for one to happen. But you know, there is that. 
Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna say sorry. Just, 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 I'm. I am more shocked about the fucking audacity of Iraqi to be like, yeah, I spent ten years doing this. It's done. Let me just take like a week off, and I'm gonna get right back into it. Like, he's taking. A, it's a longer break than that. He's yeah, taking like yeah. a couple of months, so it's a pretty yeah, long break. I think it said like December it'll come out, but like still, this man is finished this, and it's just like, okay, I'm good. Let's keep going. Can yeah. we talk well, about I, the fact that it's called JoJo Lands? You know what yeah. I want it to be? You know what I want it to be? I want it to have... I want it, it's called JoJo Lands because everyone in the land is a JoJo. They're all JoJos. Oh, I thought it was going to take place in an amusement park. You mean like when they faced... Yo, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an amusement park and everyone at the amusement park is a JoJo. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's the best of both you worlds. Know, Jonathan, Joseph... Chodoro, Josuke, Jorno, Jolene, Johnny, and Josuke. There's two Josukes, except one there of them is. has like four one balls. Testicle. Yeah, four, four balls. Yeah, four balls. He has four balls, and he has a gap. That's why they call him Gappy. Jojo is a is a <laughs> Jojo is a shonen uh, that doesn't take itself seriously, as you can clearly tell. I keep uh, like. Every time I try to get somebody to, like, check out JoJo, I'm like, listen, you're gonna think it's stupid. That's because it is. <laughs> now, you, you may be asking yourself, is this the dumbest thing I've ever seen? And, this, and the answer is yes. Yes. It absolutely is. But it, it's not trying to be anything different. But the question is, will we ever get to see Steve run animated? I mean, eventually. I mean, if, if Stone let's Ocean's happening, like... Stick. Yeah. Does this mean that we're actually going to get Joe Jolien animated? How the fuck are they going to animate that? That's... Uh... Yes. A, good question, and B, that ain't happening for, like, at least five years. Ten years. Fifteen years. Let's go with the best of both worlds to combine the numbers. 15. You know what? Since, since part four... Yes. It's been roughly three years between parts, so... Yeah, I'm going you know to what? say after Stone Ocean wraps up, it'll probably be like 2024 at the earliest when we see Steel Ball Run. I just noticed that by the time that JoJolian is probably done in anime form, JoJo Lands might be wrapping up. So, <laughs> I, I say might. Uh, obviously, if it, if it took if it took ten, if it took ten years to write. Jojolian. And to be fair, Jojolian is the, in terms of just sheer volume, uh, count of how many pages and stuff that happens in it, is mm -hmm. the longest part in the series. Yeah. Um, if it took 10 years to write that, it, uh, Jojo Lands probably won't take as long, unless it's longer. Um, which, it's always a possibility, because it's fucking Iraqi, but, you know. Iraqi mm -hmm. opens up his like top 100 albums of the 1990s and goes, okay, I'm gonna pick uh, this one. Oh, great. It's, I was gonna say, at, uh, God, well, I, he, he did, he, he, it won't be 90s anyway. He might be, he might be moving to the 2000s now. He's running out of albums. Oh my God. What if Kesha is a character in JoJo Lands? You, you joke, you joke, but that Pitbull. would be funny as fuck. Pitbull yeah. shows up. With the nickname Mr. Worldwide. No, I want to see I want to see TikTok as a stand. <laughs> the app the app? The app, the song by Kesha, either uh, one, really. <laughs> this is my stand. Vine. 
This is my stand. What? Instagram. <laughs> On a, a fucking fucking. A, that's when that's when you know a Rocky has just given up. He started giving fucking just the fucking names of the stands, just names of actual things as opposed to songs. I can't this wait to see stand. what the Twitter stand. Google does. circles. No, the, the, Shane, the Twitter stand just cancels you. Oh, it so can't... it's so it's more broken than King Crimson is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> it just works. Goes, it just this works. This is Twitter. Use cancel culture. <laughs> and, 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 and and it said cancel culture doesn't cancel you. It just beats the shit out of you. Yeah, until you block. literally just die. <laughs> it's block, 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 block. That's its fucking aura. Aura. What if just block everybody? What if the Twitter stand is that it's like a it's like a, a Twitter theme stand, so it's like blue, it has some kind of like bird motif, but then it, its ability mm-hmm. is just it pulls out a phone and throws it at you. I I thought you were gonna say it pulls out a gun and shoots you. Well, I mean that's you know that's standard for Twitter. It's like it's like the it's like the one with the, it's like it's like when Josuke turns over the paper and the guy and the fucking <laughs> and there's the gun. It's like it's my, has a it's gun. my favorite gift from part four. Like, <laughs> just confused Josuke lifting up a piece of paper and just a gun pops out. I saw uh, I saw that meme so many times before I actually watched JoJo. And in context, it still makes no fucking sense. <laughs> that's the best part about JoJo, is I can spoil JoJo, and it will make even less sense in context. Like, <laughs> like dude, dude, part six has a stand that if you lose a bet, will steal your gold teeth. That's legit, by the way. That's not me hyping anything up. That is so. I love specific. You love you love to see you love to see fucking that uh, you love to see fucking Araki just going like okay so what so I need new I need a new standability idea. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. there is a stand that basically is like a mine. That if you step on it, it gives you a minor electrical shock and then makes you kind of angry. Do you think that Rocky pulls his stand abilities and titles out of a fucking hat? Hundred percent. He has a bunch of weird ass so ideas. He has four hats, and he goes, "Okay, this one is uh, back in black, and it turns darkness into cotton candy." Okay, perfect. Work that in there. Yeah, here we go. Five chapter arc of dealing with this guy. Here we go. This is one of Dio's sons. His stand can turn Humpty Dumpty into a real thing. I love, I love JoJo. I hate JoJo. That's that's not. By the way, I am not joking. It's called Bohemian Rhapsody. It's in part six. You know what? You know what? You know what? Stone Ocean. Yo, yon then ice. <laughs> Do you know what FF stands for, Shane? The character FF? Final Fantasy. God damn it. Close. Shane? Fast and it Furious? Stands, it stands for Foo Fighters. That was going to be my second guess. Foo Fighters is a character that's called Foo Fighters, but they call her FF for short because Foo Fighters is the stand that is a bunch of plankton that got uh, that got a stand disc inserted into them that turns them into a stand, and then they take over a corpse. I just, okay, well, one last thing before we 
move on. Yes. I yes. want to know what was going through Rocky's mm-hmm. mind when he looked at Foo Fighters and he went, ah, oh, yes, Plankton. Uh, he pulls him out of a hat chain. The answer is a, is a glass of Tokyo tap water, which the, he the starts answer, The answer day is with. he found an idea, random a random idea generator on Google. He just ran that shit. He found, like, 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 uh, fucking, like, uh, oh, God, what's that, what's that shitty, like, website? BuzzFeed. He found, like, a BuzzFeed, like, like, stand generator and just went, I can use this. And just clicked it. This is a valuable tool. I technically own this anyways. I don't need to do anything. I want to die. Oh, son, you ain't. Uh, let's, let's, let's move on. Wait, let's move I got on. one more. I got one more that I want to tell. Oh, okay, about. okay. What's the last one? Okay, there is a stand in part six that is a dragon that activates uh, it, it its ability based on the feng shui of a room. Okay. What? Uh, again, uh, you know what? Half of these fucking powers are too specific. Like the ways are so specific. These I could only. Be- Half of these, Matt, I could be making up, and you wouldn't know. Yeah, he's like, he is also that's also true. Exactly. I don't know if he's spoiling anything. So in that case, this, this is this is exactly how he must feel when we talk about One Piece. This oh, one hundred percent the feeling. One hundred percent the feeling that I get when you're just like, yeah. So there's this guy called Jacko Bacco, who's actually a Jenga tower uh, made out of. Uh, cheese strings, and Luffy beats him by eating him with a giant fork, which is actually given to him by Zoro, and I'm just like, okay. yes. You're joking? Something very similar happens to that in Whole Cake. He eats the cookie. He, he eats, eats the, the cookie cracker man. man. You can fuck right off. <laughs> he eats the cookie man. It's in fucking, uh, it's in fucking Whole Cake. He eats a cookie man. He gets, re- he becomes Tank Man, and he gets really fucking fat, and he eats the cracker man. <laughs> and he just eats him. The man's dead now. Yeah, man died. <laughs> okay, yeah, now we can move on. Yeah, now we can move on. Now we can move on to our featured anime of the podcast, which is indeed a doozy because we have a lot to talk about with this. So, uh, uh talk about with this. Uh, so today on the podcast, we're going to be discussing the recently concluded, long-awaited conclusion as well for uh, uh, of. Uh, uh, and that is what we're going to be talking about. Rebuild of Evangelion. Uh, directed and written by the man himself, Hideki Anno, as well as other directors involved with this include Kazuya Sumaraki, Masayuki, Mahiro Maeda, and Katsushi Nakayama. It's from Studio Kara. And the films were released over the course of fucking 14 years, from September 1st, 2007 to March 8th, 2021. Uh, and is currently licensed by Amazon Prime Video, uh, so you can go look at and and all four films are available for streaming in multiple languages, including the brand new English dub. You can go watch it on Amazon Prime, and if you're lucky, you can maybe find the old Funimation uh, releases um, for decent prices because they just recently went out of print. But you can maybe, if you're lucky, you may be able to still find them. Uh, 
but uh, I don't I don't hold your breath. Uh, don't hold your breath for those. Uh, they might be they they might be a little hard to find, particularly 1.0. 1.0 want I want to throw my hat into the ring here and say that yeah, 1.0 impossible to find. You ain't getting that shit. 2.0 and 3.0 though are still readily available on Amazon for decent prices. So snag those up while you can. Yeah, snag those up. Snag those up on that cabinet. They don't have the Amazon doves, but they have the Foonie doves, which in some ways are better than the Amazon doves, but we'll get into that. Uh, but in any case, uh, we'll, uh, but in any case, let's talk about it. So Rebuild of Evangelion is bizarre because Rebuild of Evangelion, it, I, I can't, how, how do I fucking approach this? Okay, so I need to, uh, Rebuild of Evangelion in a lot of ways is both a remake and a complete reimagining of the original Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, it no, um, it follows the same story, uh, and you all know the story of Evangelion. 15 yeah. years ago, there was a second impact. Uh, most of the population got wiped out, and these mysterious beings called Angels appeared. Uh, 15 years later, Shinji Akari comes to Tokyo 3, has to pilot the Ava. Y'all know y'all know the story of Evangelion. Every anime fan knows the story of Evangelion. Um, the thing about Rebuild is that it's a complete reimagining of the material. So while it starts off the same, it eventually veers off into its own direction and kind of goes and becomes its own thing that is infinite. That that's completely completely different. Um, uh, while also having ties to the original series. Again, it's kind of complicated. So what we're going to do here is we are going to be talking about Rebuild mostly as a whole, but we are going to go through all four films and bre and list our thoughts on all four films individually, and then we'll talk about it as a collective. Uh, just so we can... Uh, because each film, I think I, I think a lot of some of us have different things to say about each film individually. So we'll talk about those first. So let's start off with the first one, 1.0, which is 1.0 is mostly just honestly a retelling of the first six episodes of the show. There's very little new here. Shane, what did you think of uh, 1.0 in spite of that? I like how you say in spite of that, because in my opinion... Uh, despite the fact that it's a fantastic film and is a very, uh, a very good retelling of those original six episodes, I found 1.0 for the most part to be pretty underwhelming. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be as much recap as it ended up being until the third act when, you know, shit goes bonkers and it becomes its own beast. Um, but up until that point, I was like, this is a good retelling but I've seen this before. So for the most part, my experience with 1.0 was that I felt like I was watching a recap movie that would come out individually for specific shows, like the Madoka ones that I sat through. Yeah, for the only difference is that the animation has been massively improved. At this point. Yeah, it's completely reanimated from the ground up and it looks fantastic, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that I've already experienced this stuff. Other than the third act, which is easily the best part because it's, you know, for the most part, completely new. Mm hmm So, Spencer, yeah. what did you think? Yeah. What do you think of 1.0? Uh, well, I'm going to have, like, two different thoughts because while Shane, this, is, this was his first time going through Rebuild, I went through Rebuild fucking... Six... Six... 
seven years ago, eight years, about middle to the end of high school. Um, with with Matt, by the way, it was after um, end of Ava that I started watching the Rebo films. So I've this is my first time going back because I'm in like six or seven years. Uh, 1.0, very similar thoughts as Shane on my first viewing. Um, kind of, it was cool and it was good, but it was just kind of there. Like, I could have watched, it was just the first six episodes with some minor changes until the end. And then, um, and better animation. Now, going back to it, uh, I'm seeing shit and I'm just like, Oh wow, they were telling me things about like 2.0 and 3.0 in like 1.0 and shit like that and like the way that that everything kind of leads into the next movie so perfectly um really kind of brings part uh, brings a lot to 1.0. It, it, it's more than just a retelling of the first six episodes with some changes. It's its own thing completely. Because you have it, even from the tone until the end, you feel like this is a different Ano. Like this is not the Hideaki Ano who did Neon Genesis back in '96. Um, this is a new Hideaki Ano who is going through some life, who has gone through some life changes, and is, but still wants to show the fans and all that kind of what he thinks Ava is at this point in his life. So for that, I think that 1.0 works incredibly well, and and going forward, uh, that kind of feeling of this is Ono telling us how he feels Evangelion for this generation should be shown um, is really well. Uh, dub, it, I, I watched the Amazon dub after watching the Funimation dub at first. Um, there are pros and cons to both dubs, uh, which we'll get to, but um, I genuinely enjoyed 1.0 as not just a retelling, but as an Evangelion movie. 1.0 is interesting because 1.0 is is kind of pretty much a complete, almost shot for shot remake. We don't see we don't see something like this very much in anime. If you're gonna re- if if when when stuff is remade like this, usually it's done in such a way where like it's at the very least complete, like ve- like different in like different. Even in terms of just like shot composition, maybe storytelling and stuff. This is honest to God at points a complete like shot like shot for shot scene for scene remake. And and but um but the one the thing I love the most about 1.0 is the small subtle differences that it does have in characterization, the lore. And also in how it tells its story. The best thing that 1.0 did was center the story on Shinji and Shinji alone. Uh, un- uh, because in that because in that first couple of episodes, Shinji's the main character, but it's also bouncing around to a bunch of other characters setting their stories up. Here, that stuff is mostly gone, and it's almost entirely about Shinji, uh, and recontextualizes the material. And and no and no no and of course as Shane put it that was last thirty minutes where when when Ramiel shows up when the octahedron of death shows up uh, that's when the movie starts to get really good because uh, everything they do with Ramiel is fantastic they change the way that it, the way that uh, Ramiel's design is different now uh, the fact that it can transform 
Uh, the fucking... The fact that it blows up a mountain. Uh, which is fucking dope as shit. Just good stuff. It's good, it's good stuff. That being said, it's probably the weakest of the rebuilds to me. 2.0, on the other hand. Shane, what did you think of 2.0? Because I know that... I know you guys have something to say about that one. So, fucking... God. Okay. 2.0 is everything I wanted 1.0 to be. Because I came to this knowing that, for the most part, this was, this series of movies was like a reimagining of the original series. And then going into 1.0 and having it mostly be recap was honestly a little disappointing. 2.0, from the get-go, goes off the fucking rails. <laughs> like, it's so drastically different. And yet, at the same time, those, like, the core of what made the original series what it was is still intact. It's different, but it's similar enough to where it feels familiar, yet completely new at the same time. And I, 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 I applaud Ono for being able to pull that off, because it's very difficult to do that in any form of media. But he somehow pulled it off here. Yeah, it's a uh, two is interesting too because two point because two is interesting. It's it's what's interesting too is that two is actually covering Shane's least favorite part of the original series. It's it's mainly covering the fucking monster of the week section of the series after yeah, but, Oscar shows up. But thankfully, the theatrical format doesn't make it feel like it's dragging, which is my was my big issue with that part of the show was that I felt like the monster of the week formula kind of dragged the pacing down to a crawl. And nothing was nothing of real interest, in my opinion, was happening. But the theatrical format definitely helps that here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer, what do you think of 2.0? Well, if it wasn't for 3.0 plus 1.0, I'd say this is the greatest anime film ever made. Um, and my favorite Ava film. Uh, I forgot how genuinely fucking outstanding this film is. Like... Like, when I watched it, again, uh, all the stuff that's, like, coming back to me, I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this shit. This is hype. This is mad fucking hype. Uh, it introduces uh, my wife, uh, Mari, um, and she's crazy. Uh, okay. It It has that last... It has... Uh, N three I at the end. No, sorry. N N three I is three point No, no, it's N two point oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God, I'm fucking fucking crossing the wires. Nailed here. it. Um. And what I will say is that I think the reason why chain it that the the monster of the week stuff that happens in this like movie is better than in the show is because it drastically cuts down the number of it, yeah it cuts down the number of it cuts down the number of angels uh like, cuz like, do you remember it that keeps the important ones it keeps the yeah, important like, ones but do you remember that that weird lava baby i remember the lava baby don't worry yeah. that's the only episode of the show that i personally don't like so guess what out of there uh magma diver not a good episode get uh, it out of there get it out of yeah. They got, want it. they got rid of it. I'm a little disappointed they got rid of the spider one because I really like that episode. But unfortunately, uh, but but uh, they kept the important ones. They kept Mister yep. uh, Sack. They kept the fucking one that drops from space. Yep. Uh, because mm -hmm. that's like the best. Because out of the monster of the week episodes, that's like one of the best ones. Uh, that, like that one's 
great. That that also that that whole scene is like my favorite scene in the entire movie. Um, just the animation's incredible. The animation's incredible. Um, when I feel the need to especially bring it up now, even though it was really relevant in part one, but um, Shiro Sagisu's score. Oh uh, uh, yeah, well, once we talk about the things at the collective, yeah. we'll get into the collective. Sakisu's we'll score. get into it, but just I just this man, this man don't miss, son. Banger uh, after banger, um, and just it remind. This is probably aside from maybe like some parts of three plus one This is like the lightest tone, Ali. Of this Ava. is pretty much I I want because that's what I want to focus on is the fact that two point is for like the best thing about 2.0 is how much it swerves you the fact that it starts off the way it does and for the first two-thirds of the movie you're thinking holy shit ano is actually going to commit to the idea that re- that this evangelion is going to be what evangelion that of uh, like a lighter version of evangelion it's going to be what he initially planned evangelion to be um mm-hmm. and he was going to commit to that and on it, and it was also, and it was giving like the fuck. It, it it was honestly just kind of like giving the fans what they've always wanted to see in a way from these characters. And yeah. then, of course, Bardiel happens, and suddenly you realize, oh, this is Ava. It can't be that simple, isn't it? And then, and then the third act happens, and then everything goes to shit. And I love that. I love that. The sword. moment, I- the moment that they pulled out the fucking uh, dummy plug. I was the just moment like, the dummy, the moment Oscar is the one in Unit Three, that's when shit starts to go sideways. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm uh, trying to think, wasn't that Toji in the original? Series? It, was it was Toji, and he got fucked. He got he, fucked. He, he got died. They, mate, they both got. He didn't fucked. die, Shane. He got his arm. His, his, he his, died. Like, <laughs> he died in the manga. He died in the manga. Uh, he didn't die in the anime. He, he says his only his leg broke, which I don't get. He should have died, but whatever. He definitely should have died. Yeah, fuck you. He should have. He should. He should have died from the Oscar. Should have died from this. Fucking. What the hell are you talking about? Fucking seeing that shit. Don't worry. Yeah, the she fuck? has the power of the angels now. Yeah, they just stick a fucking angel plug in her face. It's <laughs> not it um, But uh, I yeah. also want to. I also want to talk about uh, the ending of this movie and how it's the ballsiest fucking ending. Don't you love Shane when that music and starts up and he's like pre- starting the third impact? You're like. Excuse me. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh god, the, the the third impact is starting. Cuts to credits, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> See, I think 100. percent It's the, it's the most ballsiest ending, followed by the most ballsiest opening in 3.0, where they're just well, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, 3.0 in general is the ballsiest movie because it's a complete 180. And we'll get into 3.0, but yeah, but 2.0 is a uh, mad. It's uh, what the kids call Kino. Kino. Mad yeah, Kino. For real, for real. Uh, goaded, even. Peak fiction. Raw. Peak, peak. Um, and a certified hood classic. Um, yeah. Yeah. 2.0 fucking slaps. And also, that Z- the fight against Zorel is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like fuck it. Honestly, just 2.0 is great. And if you have it, it's like one of my, it's one of my favorite pieces of Ava media just for that alone. Uh, just like the fact that it, 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 it it's, it's it's like it's the same it's like the right amount of like complexity and character depth that you would expect from Ava while also being just like 
fucking insane. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's probably the best thing about it. So let's talk about 3.0. This is okay. I have a con <laughs> I am saving mine for last. I have a complicated relationship with this movie. Shane, what did you think of 3.0? Because I'm very curious. I am my, so curious. My brain was on fire. Um, Especially going off what I claimed the ballsiest ending uh, with 2.0. 3.0 just throws you into the deep end. And it's like, sink, sink or swim, kid, keep up. And it's like that the entire way through. And I honestly kind of love that because it's a risk. It is a risk to drastically alter the story to this degree and commit so hard to telling your audience nothing. But I feel like it works mainly because, of course, Shinji's the main focus again. And like Matt said in our side chat... The audience knows just as much as he does, so we're, we're all in the deep end here. And I think if it had focused on anyone else or if they had, you know, taken the time to really commit to exposition and lore and stuff like that and just cramming it down your throat, I don't think it would have been as effective. Just throwing you in the fucking deep end of the pool and saying, Yo, yeah, kid, like, learn to swim <laughs> is the most effective way to get this story across. And I, honestly... I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Um, I have a I I have a complicated relationship with this film because I because I didn't like it at first. I didn't like it. Um, I thought that it uh like back when I first saw it, I saw it back in twenty five. I first saw it in twenty fourteen when it was released theatrically here in 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 North America. Uh, so I saw it in theaters. Uh, which, by the way, seeing an Ava film in theaters is a fucking experience. Um, in IMAX format? It was not an IMAX format. Shit. Uh, <laughs> but it was on the big screen with the fucking 235-1 aspect yeah. ratio, too. Which, to let you know, which, that's important. Uh, all, uh, 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 3.0 is the first Ava film since End of Ava to be, have the 2.35.1 aspect ratio. Uh, so the cinematic aspect ratio, which makes sense because when you realize the first two films are retellings of the original series and uh, 3.0 came out like 14 years after End of Ava and it's set 14 years after um, it's set 14 years after End of uh, uh, it came out it's set 14 years after 2.0 um, and oh and also it's it, it seems to be meant more for fans of the original series. Yeah, see how that lines up. Um um but in it but like it uh i didn't like it because i felt it veered too much from what ava was uh a lot of the stuff that i've really liked in the original series seemed to have been replaced by like a bunch of stuff i didn't recognize i enjoyed some elements of it i liked karu um a lot i liked the i liked the i liked the animation quite a bit but the music was fantastic um but i felt it was i i felt it was too much of a departure from Arnold's previous films. That being said, I was also an idiot, and I've You're slowly also a come dumb, around. Stupid teenager. <laughs> I have really come around to this film, and honestly, it's not my favorite in the series. We're going to talk about my favorite for this, but I think in terms of structure and in terms of actually being a film, 3.0 might be the best made one of the bunch. Actually, like straight up, 
has the best structure, it has some of the best animation, it's the tightest written, has the has the most interesting ideas. It has got some of the it's had it has some of the most interesting character dynamics of the entire franchise. It might be straight it might be Arnold's like fucking Arnold's most ambitious film he's ever done and one of his most audacious and I really appreciate that. Spencer, what do you think of 3.0? When I first saw 3.0, I hated it. Like, like no mincing words, I hated this movie. With every fiber of my being, I despised it. I didn't... I genuinely felt some form of hatred for Anno for making the movie. I hated Shinji as a character. Like, no, dude, I, I'm not kidding when I say I hated 3.0. I found that movie to basically be spitting in the face of everything that Shinji had done during 1.0 and 2.0 and basically saying, hey, fuck you, guys. Um, fuck you for watching this movie. Fuck you for thinking that Shinji's going to actually change as a character. Go fuck yourself. Um, watching it again, I, I realized, yeah, that's the point of the movie. <laughs> I've never watched a movie that hates his audience as much as 3.0 does. Like, 3.0... Three point oh hates its fucking audience. I love that though. I, that's I come around to that. I love the fact. Oh that yeah, it just despises everyone who watches it. It's so three three point literally said fuck them kids. It also helps that I'm talking with Matt about three point and like as stuff's coming up, I'm like, wait, oh this makes perfect sense now. It makes a hundred percent sense why Shinji would like leave and like pilot and ava and so that like Damn, it's literally been 20 minutes <laughs> yeah it's been like 20 minutes for everybody else it's been 14 years like like and then in the next movie you get you know context for why characters are, are the way they are like like misato um being this cold kind of genuinely she's kind of a bitch like to not even just to shinji but in general she's cold-hearted um she basically put a bomb on Shinji's neck and is like, listen, if you do anything, I'll kill you. But the first sign that Shinji, you know, when Shinji escapes from Vunda, um, she has the the chance to blow him up and doesn't. She hesitates. So that's like, oh, okay. She, there, she's still, there's still something there. She still cares about Shinji, but... And then Oscar shows up and punches the glass, and I was like, "Why is Oscar doing yeah, that?" No, that's and very in character for Oscar. Yeah, so, you know, one hundred percent. It it is, but I was like, "What? Why are you so angry?" Also, the shot of her with the fist in the middle of the screen and the yeah. glass shattering is a great shot. So, oh, it's an incredible shot. Um, and like, but like, going back and watching this, especially like immediately following two point I'm like, oh. This is what Shinji must have felt like. Oh, you know, I get it now. I get the context. I, I get the context. And then go and then Matt being all like, yeah, but remember, Evangelion is basically just Ono. Like it's just Ono's mental state. And 3.0 had a really bad production. It uh, was if you if you look at the Evangelion franchise as meta, which it is, uh you can you uh you uh the original series is the fall into depression and end of Ava is kind of like the breakdown and slow realization of trying to pick yourself back up. 1.0 and 2.0 is the slow recovery 
but with every recovery, there's always a relapse, and 3.0 is a relapse. And I and to me, 3.0 outside of End of Ava is probably the darkest Ava has ever gone. And oh, I think yeah. that's also mm-hmm. I think a big reason as to why it was so despised when it came out. I please. Uh, I I had a post years ago, and I still stand by this. That 3.0 is, you know, that 3.0. This is gonna sound bad. It, it's 3.0 is the last Jedi of the of the Ava franchise. In that it's widely divisive for the exact same reasons that film is, um, where it's not what people wanted. It's it makes it takes a lot of risks. Some work, some don't. But uh, it has a point to make, and it does not give a fuck about what you think. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that Arnold was able to make the film he wanted to with 3.0. Uh, yeah. And that is... Uh, now let's move on to 3.0 plus 1.0. Shane, all Shane has told me is that he put his brain in the fucking garbage bin yeah. after this film. I'm that gif of Squidward f- physically removing his brain and tossing it in the trash after I finished this fucking movie. Do you not know what to think, or it was it? It's a lot, right? It's it is a lot, especially coming right off it. It's so much to process. Um, I said that three is the ballsiest of the the films because it's such a one eighty from everything that one and two had established, and I feel like this movie is honestly the fallout from three in the weirdest way. Because half of this movie is like a really quiet slice of life. Just very... It's very somber in its tone. It doesn't say a lot. It lets its visuals do the talking. It lets its characters, through their emotions, do a lot of the storytelling. Because everyone's just trying to recover. And then once the recovering has happened, all shit breaks loose again. And like the second half of this movie is what I would describe as... An acid trip, essentially. Like, so much happens in that second half. And honestly, after I was finished, the first thing I thought of was, this this movie reminds me the most of End of Ava. Not just because of the obvious it literally lifts. It, it literally lifts images from that movie. Yeah, not just because of the obvious callbacks to End of Ava, but in terms of its structure and its tone, it's like beat for beat End of Ava. Without the, you know, without the the very cryptic ending. Like, the ending is a lot more straightforward here. And it's like, yo. I is thought, suppo- okay. This is supposed to be happy, bitch. Be happy. I, I thought the ending was straightforward. And then someone on Reddit pointed out something. And now I'm just as confused again. So guess what? It's not cryptic. It's just God as damn cryptic. It. You love to fucking see it. Oh, no. But at the same time. um. My favorite thing about 3.0 plus 1.0, Vice Upon a Time, specific, uh, or Vice <laughs> Upon a Time, whatever you want, or fucking 4.0, whatever you want to call it, this, the Ava, the last Ava film. I'm going to call it Shin Evangelion, because that sounds cooler. Um, um, the, the thing about Shin Evangelion um, that, I really, that I really love is the fact that Ano, that is the fact that Ano just managed to make simultaneously the slowest, most adult Ava film he's ever made with that first half, something that's literally as slow and methodical as something can be, and then in the second half, decided to snore some cocaine, and immediately goes into, like, the most bonkers, batshit insane imagery you'll probably see all fucking year. 
Just what in God's green earth? At the same time, though, I love it. I think it's quintessentially Ava. Uh, this is the most Ava that has ever Ava'd. If you don't like Ava, you're not going to like 3.0 plus 1.0. Thankfully, we all here love Ava, so this is absolutely up our fucking alley. I'm, I'm just impressed that if someone didn't like Ava, they would get all the way to fucking <laughs> thrice upon a time. I, I, if they, you know, it's like, I, if at that point, I'll like, be like, God, I hate this. <laughs> It's like if I was in that point, if if, if 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 I met that person, I'd be like, "Are you sure?" Because you it's like, "God, I hate this." Proceeds to watch four movies. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like, "Are you sure?" Because you're watching these and like willingly watching them at this point. So like, um, imagine finishing three point. I was like, "That sucked ass." I'm done with Ava. Immediately boots up. <laughs> that's what no, uh, you, you would joke, but there's uh, but there's a lot of people who don't like the rebuilds who. We watch them anyways, so it's like, mm. um, but in any case, uh, Spencer, what did you think of 3.0 plus 1.0? I think the best thing I can say is just to go through the side chat between you and me, Matt, when I was watching this movie. And the first thing I, I said to you was, There are no sins you can't atone for, there is always hope, which is the fucking theme of the movie in the first like two minutes yeah that's the whole thing and and more so than this movie that's the theme of ava in general if you are willing to 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 admit to your faults then there is no sin that you cannot atone for if you at least admit to it and own up to the fact that you know you're you did something bad and there needs to be some form of atonement and repercussion. There is, there is, there will always be hope in the world if you try hard enough. And I, I have really no words, only tears when it comes to, to thrice upon a time, because I don't know how, how to say this because Ava is not as big a part of my life as it is with, say, Matt. Um, but just like when I finished Mass Effect for the first time, I can never get this feeling back. Nope. I can never get this moment in my life back. And for Ava to end the way that it does, the way that it did... I'm happy. I'm beyond happy. I have nothing negative to truly say about this film because it's everything that I wanted from The Last Ava and more. And if this is the end, which it probably won't be because money, but Man. if but if Neon Genesis Evangelion ended like now, there is nothing ever again. No mangas, no light novels, no TV shows, no spinoffs, nothing. I would still stand and say this is one of the greatest anime ever made. Period. And it's that kind of genuine emotion that it gets out of me. That kind of genuine, like, like happiness and, like, not, not, nothing in Ava feels forced, especially in this movie. Everything feels earned. Every character beat, every twist, turn, everything. Every moment, every realization that you have while watching this is earned. 
And it's because of the journey of Ava that this movie works as good as it does. And it's just perfect. And I just want to say genuinely thank you. Not just to Ava, but to you, Matt, for introducing me to this series years ago. Because I feel like my life is... <laughs> and it sounds stupid to say this about an, an anime, but I feel like my life is genuinely enriched after finishing this series. That's what happens when you experience peak fiction. <laughs> peak fiction, like Evangelion. Um, at the, okay, I, I have actually, I have been waiting for this film pretty much as long as I've been an Ava fan. I have watched Ava for the first time in 2012, like mid-2012. And so 3.0 had yet to come out. So honestly, this film has, as long as I've been an Ava fan, I've been waiting for this film to come out. Uh, which is a which is such a such a weird thing, and Ava, it, like to see it, like to see this film finally out. It's such a weird feeling because I went after I was done. Like I was obviously I cried watching it, but I was crying more tears of happiness because it was ending the way that I really wanted it to end. Uh but it's really interesting because a part of my life that had defined me for like at least a decade is over now. And it's it's a kind of, and it's and the fact of the matter is that 3.0 plus 1.0 is a different beast. It, it turns the rebuild into a different beast entirely because the revelation because yeah, it's not just its own thing. It's a sequel to the original series as well. It's all connected. A everything. This is like it's it's not an ending that's like nine years or fifteen years in the making. It's an ending that's twenty six years in the making. And that and the fact that it ended this well with this level of production values and fucking this the quality of writing and directing on display here, the fact that it simultaneously is like. Uh, bara the barrage of science fiction lore, the philosophy and the religious stuff that Ava is known for, while also being one of the most intimate and quiet character pieces of the year. I fucking loved this. I thought this was like a perfect. This was a perfect fucking film. I can't think of anything wrong with it. I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, and yeah, if we're moving on to like the series as a whole, with like stuff with like favorite like favorite installment, it's this one. Uh, I think like it's it's hard it's like it's a pretty easy pick. Shane, is this one your favorite too? Or it's hard it's hard to say because I thought <laughs> I thought it was three just because of like the balls, the cojones on that movie. But yeah, thinking about it more, like this is really the perfect ending for this entire franchise, and it's it's so. It, it it's so tight in the way it tells its story. It's so tight in the way that it wraps things up. It's so tight in the way that it incorporates all of the characters. And it's so tight in the way that it structures itself. Like, I really love how this is essentially two movies. Like, you can consider the first and the second halves as, like, completely different movies. And yet, connected, they make... A beautiful hole. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna pick Thrice Upon a Time. I don't 
yeah, I don't think I can pick anything else. Like, yeah. sorry, 3.0. I love what you did, but... 3.0 is my second favorite now, by the way. I love it. I think it's fantastic, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, Spencer, are you the same way? He, no, we Plus, know. Like, yeah. 100%. 100%, this is, this is my favorite film. Um, I'd say... I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'd say 2.0 is second. I, I, I still think that... two. I still like 2.0 more than 3.0, but I can at least now appreciate what 3.0 did. Mm-hmm. But 4.0 through the entire series was literally me. Was well, sorry, sorry, through the entire movie was literally me like about to cry and then ha- having a big smile and then like clapping and then like about to cry again and then crying at one point and then like <laughs> I sure did and then like. And then, like, the ending happens, and I am sandbagging your joke, by the way. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, And the ending happens, and then I'm just like, wait. uh." When you... Okay, Shane, when did it click with you that what... When you realized what Anna was doing with the ending? When did it click with you? Hmm. Uh, Because, for me... It started to click, like when, like the scene where he's talking to Ray, with like the Ray with, oh, as I call it, Ray with long hair. Yeah, long hair. <laughs> Not his mom. Yes. And like all the images of the original series are flashing in yes. the background. Yeah. Yeah. That, I started sobbing. I was like, oh fuck, this is what he's doing. No, I, I fucking sobbed. I was. I yeah. see. And and I as started. I explained, my my I'm uh. Sorry. My, like, when I cried wasn't that point, because I was more just in awe that, like, this motherfucker is going there. No, it was when Shinji and, um, or Shinji had just finished talking with Gendo on the train, and Gendo had got off at his stop because yeah, he, he got off. you know, he finally, um... He, he, he started talking, with... he actually talked with his son. He actually and realized to his he talked to his kid, and when he re- and then he's talking about it like this is why I did this and this and this. He goes on, and then he even says to himself, "It's like as he, as, you can tell as he's talking about, it, he's like, wait a minute, I'm a fucking moron." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> maybe, uh, m- maybe by forcing my 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 son to be you know beyond arm's length and being a terrible father, maybe that wasn't the best thing I sh- I could yeah. have done to you know give him a, a healthy upbringing, but you know, you know I. I, I just really loved your mom, and I was really I, sad that she died. I literally put all of humanity in danger several times. Uh, I mentally abused you to the point of isolating myself from you. I literally threw away my humanity, all so that I could see my wife again. And, like, I get it, but dude, come on. <laughs> dude, I, 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 have you, like, have you seen me? Because have you seen her? Like, come on. Uh, have you seen Mari? <laughs> Mar okay to be fair he did not he was not with uh, Mar I, he was not interested in Mari Mari was interested in his wife yes um, <laughs> Mari, Mari is a thing for Yui Mari Iscariot yes um actually Iscariot uh but like I th- I think I don't know the implication at the end okay we'll we'll talk about the end yeah we'll talk about the end but, but just some thoughts but but just when when he's when Gendo leaves and Kaurush shows up and he's like what you're not gonna cry and Shinji's just like I don't need to crying at this point is selfish and I need to move on I started to cry because I'm like holy shit 
Shinji gets it. He he, he grew up. He finally grew up. He understands what he's meant to do. He's no longer running away. He's owning up to himself and growing up. And maybe it's because I'd watched all the all the movies in a row. Maybe it's because you know End of Ava and the, the original series. You know, is still relatively fresh in my mind when it comes to this stuff. But just especially after 3.0, seeing this movie and seeing just him go through that character arc, I was like, I, genuinely, my heart felt like light as a feather. I was so happy to see Shinji finally fucking get it, finally understand his point in life. And then after that, going, talking to Ray, the whole Book of Life stuff with Kaoru. And then it's the a time end. loop. I was right. I it's called it. I want to, and I, I, I will go. I will stay on my sandbox for like a little, for like a small second here. But I called it fucking five years ago. No one believed me. I called it. It's a time loop. It is <laughs> a time loop. It and is it a time loop. Also, time loop. also, also canonizes the manga too, and that's why it's called Dice Upon a Time, because it's not just an ending to rebuild, it's an ending to the original series and the manga. So Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's sense, also Dice Upon a Time because it's the third time. It's the third Arnold time it's ended. ended. <laughs> yes. And it's also called Dice Upon a Time because it there's follows three characters because it's an ending to Cindy, Ray, and Oscar. Thrice which, upon a time. There's three endings. Thrice. Which, and and thrice upon a time, there's three meetings. <laughs> You know, yep. but like that, those scenes, especially where it's cutting between like, like fucking super depressed Shinji, and then it cuts to like Ray, who's learning about, you know, like. Ray is learning to farm. She's to learning farm, to be a working but, girl. <laughs> but more, but more importantly, she's learning to be an individual. Human. Human. Um, and then it cuts to Asuka, who's just fed up with, with Shinji's shit. Who's like half just, naked most of the time? Most of the time, yeah. Um, you know, you got you gotta eat up, gotta gotta sell those figurines somehow. Yep, you gotta sell those 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 figurines that drop somehow. Um, and and fucking when when Toji showed up, I was like, oh shit! I thought you were the dead. Man, I thought he was dead too. Because <laughs> three basically is like, oh yeah, this is Toji. Yeah, shirt. it shows like, Tokyo three, and it's just a fucking barren wasteland coated in yeah. blood. <laughs> and you're just like, oh no, Toji's dead. And Toji's like, nah, dude, I just became a doctor. And I, and nah, I, dude, I just, I just hold up in this village, and I'm like, I'm like the the, the resident doctor, and I have a I wife just, who's the town rep, and we have a baby. <laughs> we have a baby, and she was the class president, which means that the ship is complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then, the ship, the ship, the twenty-six years in the making is has been confirmed. Or, uh, confirmed, the only one that was confirmed, sadly. But you know, uh, but yeah, and I'm then still, I'm still sad that Shinji and Kaoru didn't kiss. And then Ken Ken shows up, and I'm like, why are you like the best character in this like arc? Like, He's like surprisingly, Ken like Kensuke is my the fucking MVP here. Like I love him in this movie. Kensuke yeah. is so ge- like down to earth and genuine, and he like cares about both Asuka and Shinji. And I'm just like, wow, you were kind of a nothing character in the original series. Kensuke, but you're Kensuke? like, the- continue. I'm just saying, but like, you the MVP of the first act. 
Yeah, he mm-hmm. like Kensuke is a hundred percent the MVP for that first half. He he's the bro who's like. He calls you up. He's like, "Hey, man, you doing okay?" And you're like, oh, "I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of depressed. I'm not feeling. It. I don't know what to do." And he sits there on the phone with you for like hours, just talking you through it. It's like super patient, super understanding. He just wants you to feel better. That's my Ken's favorite famous. thing. My favorite thing about it too is that someone brought this up. It's the fact that like there's a real maturity to the way Ano handles that here because in prior films. Like, in End of Ava, I love End of Ava. I think End of Ava is probably still my favorite out of all of these. Uh, but uh, End of a- in End of Ava, Shinji's, like, getting yelled at, like, by everyone. That's pretty much the whole thing. Everyone's just telling Super him. Super like, cynical. Just, like, get yeah. over it, dude. Come on. Yeah, here. Um, and he, you, still have, you still have some of that from Asuka, but it's clear here that it's not working. Uh, it's clear here that it's not working and that Asuka's reactions are because she has her own issues. Yes. And that she, she, and it, she uh, takes them out on Shinji. It's almost like... It's Toji and Kensuke are the ones who have the right idea. They're understanding. They're not going to force him to do anything. He'll do it when he wants to. But we're going to be there for him just the same. Yeah. Almost like and if you fucking go up out? to a depressed person and you're like, Hey, fucking get over it, idiot. It's going to make it worse. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're going to make them feel worse because surprisingly, people with depression cannot just get happy. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Wow, it's a crazy, crazy concept. But if a, if I'm in like a depressive episode and one of you were to walk up and go, hey, stupid, fucking get over yourself. That isn't going to help me. I'll just get can't, mad. You can't just wave a mad. You can't just wave a fucking Snickers bar under their nose and then everything will be okay. Yeah. Okay, you joke, but a Snickers bar would make things a little better. Oscar did try that, though, by shoving food <laughs> yeah, down his yeah. no, It wasn't a Snickers, though. It was like fucking it was whatever the hell that was. Military was rations. rations. Yeah, yeah. Military, ra- um, military rations. I do, I do, I, lo- I, 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 I do, I like, I do love how that scene is seen a shot, though. Um mm-hmm. Because it, oh, it yeah, feels like, like the, a lot action film, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like the the slightly shaky cam and the rotoscope. You can tell it's slightly rotoscoped in the way it It's moves. not rotoscoped. It's mocapped. Fuck. Well, that's a form of rotoscoping in a sense. I mean, kind of, yeah-ish. But like, but also, fun fact, apparently, if you watch the documentary on, on Amazon, which you, I highly recommend everyone do because uh, it's really good, um, the entire film was mocapped beforehand, actually. Uh, he, uh, Ano has had, because he did Shin Godzilla, has experience in live action filmmaking now. So he mocapped everything. The film is made and shot like a live action film. Which you, and which honestly, transitioned into animation. Yeah, it looks like it. Honestly, this is the best looking film in the series because of that. Because it looks like it, the, the cinematography in this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy good. And um, it's clear that something's different from the other films, just in the way that the characters move. It's a lot more like natural and free flowing than it used to be. Yeah. Um, also, probably because you know there's been nine years since the last yeah. one, so animation's gotten better. And also, this had the biggest budget out of the three films. Other than- and well, I mean, it makes sense because it's two and a half hours. <laughs> yes, it's two and a half hours. Honestly, I didn't feel it. I like, felt it a bit. If I have one small tiny nitpick, that's not even a nitpick because I don't care. Um, uh, is that I did kind of start to feel the length a bit in the action scenes, which the action scenes are really good, but there's uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, there is a lot of them, and 
if you're not if you're not a fan of big over the top action scenes, you will think they will drag because these are the most bonkers, batshit, insane, fucking gynax trigger level shit you've. This is you some bombastic seen. shit. This is bombastic. <laughs> yeah, especially fucking. the ending stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, Yo, speaking of the, the ending, yeah. Shane, uh, were you also terrified by photorealistic Ray? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, How did you was, feel when you saw Ray's face looking directly at you with the head? I was like, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I was like, and oh, then, man, this is just like End of Ava. And then I realized, oh, that's a CG. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then my favorite part that I told Matt that basically ruined the movie for him was how they, was how they, was how Mari mispronounces Longinus. He fucking said, you, no, she's saying you, it the right way. It's Longinus. Sorry, sorry. She's saying it the right way, but at the entire movie, Shane, I, I don't know if you caught it, because but I did. Everybody, everybody says, you know, it's the spear of Longinus, it's the spear yeah. of Longinus, and the spear of Cassius. Well, when Cassius, when Mar, well when Mari talks about the spear of Gaia, she pronounces it Longinus. He large penis. Yeah, and also they mispronounce Wonder, uh, Wunda. Yeah. It's not Wonder, Wunder. it's fucking Wunder, you fucking... They pronounce Funimation every, dub got that right. They pronounce fucking... every single German word properly, though, except for fucking Wunder, which, <laughs> which even then... The Funimation dub got that right. Some, some characters... Wunder. Some characters pronounce it as Wunder. Some characters pronounce it as Wonder. Like... Yeah, like Wonder Bread. I yeah. know Allison Keith pronounces it as what Allison Keith pronounces it as Wonder, which makes yeah. zero sense because guess what? In the Funi dub, she calls it Wunder. So like what the hell? What are you doing, Mrs. Keith? Probably phoning it in because she openly dislikes the new scripts, so I mean um, we'll, I could talk about the scripts because I have I'm some all, issues with them. It's I have it's, some it's issues it's, with some of them. <laughs> I it's, have it's no the, frame it's, of reference, so I'm gonna just say it's over the here. same it's the same prop if you want to know, Shane, it's the exact same problems I have with the final, with the Netflix dub scripts. I figure, uh, but w much yeah. like the original series and End of Ava, I have no fucking frame of reference for this shit, so fucking. I don't care. <laughs> it, it's it's the exact same issues I have, and it's the it's the case of like they as Dave has said, I think these scripts are better. I think they. Yes. Fix some they of the are issues. Better from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, no, they are absolutely better, uh, and they they fix some of the issues. But there's still lines like when fucking Gendo is shouting at Shinji, "I have deeds to perform." I have what deeds to perform is one what of does my that favorite. Mean? <laughs> it means deeds to perform. Deeds to perform. And yeah. you know what? You know what? I accept the line though because John Swayze delivers it with such a conviction. <laughs> I have oh, deeds yeah. to perform. John Swayze um, and I. I guess at this point we're just going to talk about just general, just the whole series as a whole. Yeah, because, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, um, yeah, this turned into a three plus one podcast because it's the best one that has the most to talk best. about. But um, um, so Shane has no Shane has no real nostalgia for this stuff. But Matt, how excited were you when you heard the ADV people were coming back? They got a lot I of ADV literally people. flipped my shit. I was losing it because like a lot of these people they got don't work in VA anymore. Yeah, uh, they don't. They just don't work anymore. The some like it's one thing to get Spike Spencer, Allison Keith, Amanda Wayne Lee back, um, John Swayze, John Swayze, all those people. Uh, Brett Weaver, like Brett Weaver, like Brett Weaver, who's Toji, like it, the uh, they were they still work. 
but Michael Ross as oh, say, Michael Ross as Fusky. Amy Saley as fucking Maya. Fucking yeah. uh fucking uh fucking Jason Lee as Ailbot. Like they 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 got some pretty fucking like they like they went to some of the obscure people for this. Michael Ross in particular, I was so fucking happy they brought him back. Because that, that voice is butter. That voice that is vo- butter. Dude, he uh he was the voice of uh uh Shane for frame of reference. He was the voice of uh Fusky in the original That's version what I thought, yeah. of End of of End of Ava. Not the original series they could, no, because they because yes. he was only in End of Ava. But they brought him back for these. And and I'm shocked, by the way, they brought him back because his performance in End of Ava is widely regarded as one of the weaker parts of that dub. But but he's really good here. Uh, he's oh. crazy good. That he's scene crazy. with Shinji when they're playing Shogi the show- is yeah, Shogi scene. Hmm. Yeah, and he's like explaining everything, and he's just like, I got to Don't you also love the line of like, "You will lose in 31 moves, and then in 31 minutes, screen time of the movie, Karu dies." Yep. Yep. And 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 how through especially 3.0 and 3.0 plus 1.0, the man's just tired. Fuski is just tired of Gendo's shit. Old man, old man I'm is so tired sick. of. I'm so sick of your shit, Commander. <laughs> he just is like, just fucking, just get over yourself. I mean, I'm still gonna help you because you know, I love Yui. I'm committed but, to uh, Yui, not you. I'm co- not you, but also. Fucking get over yourself, dude. Jesus. Yeah, I, I will say though. I will say I have two major thoughts on the, some of the new like the, some of the new actors they got. Denise Melody is a good Mari, not nearly as good as Trina, but yes. very good. Uh, uh, she, I, th- she fits the more mysterious aspects of Mari a lot better than Trina. But mm-hmm. come on, Trina says point blank shithead like that. You can't beat that. You, fucking, you really can't. It's Shane, Shane, you know, you know, Shane, you know the scene in um, 3.0 uh, where fucking the wonder's crashing and Mari's just looking out and he, and she's like, oh no. Like she's fucking being funny about it. Yeah. In the Foonie dub, she literally says, holy shit. And she's like, holy <laughs> shit, what the hell? <laughs> it's, it's, no, like, it's a much Trina, better line. So yeah. far better line read. Like Trina's a lot funnier. Um, and I think that's probably why I prefer her as Mari over Deneen. The other one is Damon Mills as Karu, who is the best, <laughs> the best fucking Karu. Karu we've ever had in the history of the franchise. He is so good in these movies. He's crazy good. I don't know. Shane, did he beat Chaplin for you? Because I really like Chaplin, too. But... <laughs> I'm going to... The Clifford Chaplin? Chippa Chapman was, uh, yeah, Karu. Karu, yes, and then nothing. He was very good. He was one of the best parts of that dub. He was excellent. Well, I uh, feel like all, I can skip over just, that. What? You just, you just so, fucking say Karu, and I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out to lunch. That's because Karu is, because Karu, fuck. That's because Shane, Shane, you, you are not Karu. I'm going to say that right now. Don't, don't think you are. I wish I was um, Karu. Not the dead part, no. but, like, everything else. <laughs> no, but, part. like. Whenever Shane hears Kaoru, he's like, oh, yes, the gay. Kaoru is, unironically, and I'm saying this, like, 100% genuinely, one of my favorite characters in fiction. I love this man. Top 10 anime characters for you? Hell yeah. Well, well, Kaoru, especially in going back to, like, 3.0, this is the only time I can honestly say he is a genuinely good person. 
who I feel who, like that that I feel like a lot of that again is due to the fact that Rebuild is a meta series. It's a it's a series commenting on itself because it's like we are a remake of the most popular fucking anime ever made. How like so we so what like, do we you do? have to take that into account? Yeah. Um but So like, like poor man Mm-hmm. Poor man, ge- genuinely trying to look out for Shinji and Gen- what's best genuinely for him. cares for Shinji, genuinely wants to save him and make sure that he's happy, and yet in the end Gets it was all fucked over. It was all futile, regardless. By by psycho humanity man who uses the key of Nebuchadnezzar. the MacGuffin on MacGuffin to become the MacGuffin because that's exactly. all the lore is. And if okay. This is not me ranting about the... This is not me about to diss the lore of Ava. I love the lore of Ava because I'm that also that kind of guy uh, who will be like, yes, I will comb over every minute detail. But at the same time, the lore in Ava doesn't matter. It does not matter. Who cares? It, because it's all just buzz... It's all just fucking Bible shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's just fucking... For no it, discernible reason. But, yeah... I love I Karu in this. It feels like because it honestly feels like because if we take a look at the idea of the fact that rebuild is a time loop, is that the entirety of Ava, all versions of it, is a time loop, and we take and we see Karu's development over the course of multiple iterations of of Ava of like Ava material. Karu being like this makes complete sense because this is the he has been through this cycle. God knows how many times. And Shinji has been the one constant there. And because so, he wants what's best for Shinji. And he wants what's best for Shinji. It's very different from the manga Karu, who kills a kitten. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that one That one we don't stand. Uh, I'm sorry, Karu, I love you, but uh, fuck that version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, fuck that. Well, but yeah, fuck that version. Uh, that's the manga version. Uh That's the manga version. He's much more angel in that than he is. Uh, well, yeah, you can't, you can't, like... When we talk about Kara, we will also have to keep in mind that dude's an angel and always was he, an angel. So he is the he's the alpha. He's the fir- in this version, he is the first and thirteenth angel, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He, he is, is like literally God. Virgil. Yep. Yeah, he's he's ver- he's he is God. He's, he is, he is God. Virgil. Uh, 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 AKA God. AKA um, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, also, I do love the revelation at the end that it's uh, that, that Shinji's just like, you know, you've been trying so hard to make me happy and other people happy that you've never once thought to yourself, but what, what about do you? I want? Yeah. And then Karu's face is like, oh, oh shit. Hmm. Uh, and then he just starts crying. He's like, huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and, yeah. and 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 Karu's just like, oh, um. Uh, it's like, and, and Shinji's like, yeah, you better figure, you gotta, you, you go do what you want, dude. It's no, it's, it's <laughs> dude, live your best life, man. Just fucking, you only have, you only have, out. you only have so many years before your next version wakes up on the moon. So like, <laughs> yeah, enjoy and this all starts, and this, and this all starts all over again. Until um, it doesn't. But then again, he made a world without, Shinji made a world without angels and Evangelions. They yeah. don't exist anymore. There is no more loop. Instead, there's just the real world, fuckers. Yeah, yeah I was like, hey. again, going back to what I said about Thrice Upon a Time, really feeling like End of Ava, the ending where they're just in real life Japan, I'm like, ah. 
Interesting. That's oh, also please. that that is Arnold's hometown, by the way. Uh, that's uh, Ube. The big thing. Please, the big moment where there's just a sea of red, and Oscar and Oscar's just lying there, but she's like fully grown. Yeah, the curse of Ava has been lifted, so she the can actually, you know, lifted. age. Yeah, so she's like tw- in her twenties now. She's twenty eight. She's twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. I love that scene so much. Not just because I love both of these characters together, but also just like it's this the perfect, perfect side by side to end the day. Oh yeah, like like there's a moment where it's just like yeah. So I had a crush on you, and Jinji's oh, like yeah. that that scene. Okay. Yeah, I wrote, yeah she, yes, Oscar's okay. like I had a like uh, uh, Shinji's like yeah so you told me you had, you had a crush on me well I kind of did too and then Oscar's just like oh uh oh uh I'm, uh, I'm gonna roll over and uh, cry now thank you <laughs> cry now because she hasn't moved on and they're at the Red Sea and it's just like kind of a yeah yep. okay okay, 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 okay. and then and then and then she disappears and then it becomes a fucking storyboard and then Mari shows up and then it cut beca- it goes back to full color and animation it literally because becomes, Mari it literally is his wife yeah. it literally becomes a storybook yeah literally down to like the genga like yeah. anim- <clears throat> animatics like it, it, it's yeah. literally a b a b a b yeah it's a yeah. storyboard and i love that i like i absolutely love that and i was reading up so like someone noted, pointed this out. It's like okay, so if the if that final scene in the real world, if that's supposed to be the real world, why does Sinji still have the DSSS choker on himself? The answer is is that that actually happens right afterwards. He has only been there for like a little bit, and he's just leaving with Mari to go to the real world. That's not mm-hmm. that's so anti-universe. Who so. who as as Matt pointed out is his wife. It's Ono's wife. It's, ba- it's there has been conflicting reports on whether or not Mari is based on Arnold's wife. Uh, the the production team has very has denied that. That has said that it's not based on Arnold's wife. Um, but that's just which, because which the- does lead to some credence because Arnold did not come up with the character of Mari. It was created by uh, someone else. Um, Who- but I would not be shocked. And this is just me spitballing that maybe that i think maybe amari eventually evolved into some kind of representation of his wife maybe mm-hmm. i think because she's the one who pulls shinji out, out of, of his the... funk and out of the anti-universe multiple <laughs> yeah, t- times Tune did you realize the re-rebuilds to learn that, more about like, that <laughs> like both times that Shinji was at tune like, into the ma tune into the merchant the video game yeah tune multiple into, tune into the uh, tune into the manga exclusive extended mm-hmm. cut on Blu-ray that's like twenty <laughs> minutes longer and you can only get it with uh, volume eleven of the manga you can also get this th- the answer if you pick up the if you pick up one of one hundred uh pamphlets that are given out for the Ava stage play mm-hmm. um, and it basically just becomes like near where you need to go to the Japanese specific stage play get one of 50 books that will give you two lines of dialogue that that's what will tell you with end of Ava yeah yeah but that. but like like regardless of of what she is she's the best and that's all I'm gonna say Go fuck yourself, people. She's at her best in 3.0 plus 1.0. If I have any criticisms of Rebuild, and we're getting into criticism, I do have two criticisms of the the series (laughs) as a whole that I think I need to bring up. 
One, you go with I think Mari needed more development in general. Uh, yeah, I, think I can agree I, with that. That is the one of the uh, Mari needed more development. She is Mari needed more. I think if they had done a fifth film, like they like originally the plan was, with that 3.0 was actually going to be set in that 14 years without Shinji. It was going to be the first Ava film without Shinji in the lead in in the lead role. It's going to be an ensemble piece and explore that 14 year gap. Uh, they eventually scrapped that because they re- because they weren't sure how it was going to work, and they felt like a sh- they they felt that a that people would not respond well to a film without Shinji. Um, and then the film with Shinji, they didn't respond well to anyways. So you know, yeah. So uh, Ava but, fans uh, don't get rights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they don't. Um, uh, but uh, but uh, I think if they if they did something like that, that would have helped Bari immensely. I felt. Second thing, and this is the probably the biggest thing, it is less of an issue with the films and more just of like management of expectations. This was originally so this was touted to be a reimagining of Ava for a new audience. After 3.0 plus 1.0, I'm sorry, I cannot nah. recommend this to new fans nah, because it no is in, fucking way. it is absolutely impossible to understand what exactly this series is about. Unless you've seen the original series. Yeah, no fucking way, dude. This is, like, the most alienating <laughs> series of movies I think I've ever seen. You can't just skip over Ava and go right into this and be all hunky-dory. Oh, I'm gonna understand everything. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the whole point right off the bat. Fucking no. <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> fucking, fucking, uh, I, 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 fucking, it may have been that from the start. It might have originally have been pitched like that but it the series evolved into something completely different by the end and i can you know and and to an extent 3.0 plus 1.0 because of it is so heavily relying on end of ava i do expect like people if you've not seen end of ava i i don't know how you would understand this i don't know how you would get this because this it's pretty much a companion piece to that film in a lot of ways honestly uh, yeah, Shane, you're right yeah Shane, is it any anything that negative or positive you want to bring up that we haven't talked about from any I agree with I agree with you uh on your negatives I can agree on both the point about Mari and also the uh <laughs> the fact that it's not accessible as a series um mm-hmm. most of my criticisms honestly come from 1.0 just being a pretty underwhelming for me personally like I can't if I had to nitpick I would say that 3.0 probably could have benefited from some more, uh, quote-unquote, exposition, if you but know that's what the, I mean. But that's the point of the film. I though. know that's so, the point. <laughs> so, like, it's the, it's, the, it's the point of the film, so I, I can't really put it against it. Uh, I can't really put that against it, I think. Spencer, is there anything in particular, positive or negative, you want to bring up about the films in general? He is either thinking real hard or he left. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll give him like ten more seconds. Yeah, he's he's definitely not here. Yeah, he he's de- okay. He went, uh, <laughs> he went to go. He went to go pee. I do. Uh, I do think. By the way, uh, like there's a couple. Uh, there's, there's a couple. What, like what else? What else do I like? What else did I bring up? I think I talked about most of that. Most of the stuff I wanted to mention. 
I haven't brought up. I haven't. Do we want to talk about the CG? Do we want... CG. I think the CG is pretty good, to be honest with you. It's uh, yeah, like <laughs> I'm fifty fifty on it because I'm like in the more action heavy scenes when there's a lot of movement and the the, the cameras you know panning around. I think the CG is pretty good and I think it works relatively well. But then there's stuff like there there's just some moments with the CG where I'm like that jank is fuck, bro. <laughs> That that shit jank. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like in uh, like in the anti universe where where fucking Gendo and Shinji are both in their mechs and both in their Avas yeah. and they're not moving. So they're not moving. They're just like floating off in a void. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Also, oh, how? Also, that final fight between Shinji and Gendo is awesome because it's just like fucking. They're on a they're on a fucking studio set and it's yeah. Crazy. yeah. You're on the uh, Tokusatsu instead. Yeah, get it because he's doing Ultraman. Um. Yeah, get it because Kiriaki Ano really likes Tokusatsu. Man's a man's a nerd. A massive nerd. <laughs> I mean, only a nerd could have come up with this shit. <laughs> most importantly, a depressed nerd. Yeah, which most nerds are. <laughs> Yeah, you're but, right. Um, I do. No, I I love that fight. I, so yeah, but Spencer, do you have anything negative or positive you want to bring up about the rebuilds? Shiro Sagisu's score. There oh yes, there it is. I was waiting Ooh. for him to get back before I mentioned. Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> oh god, every single track in this fucking tetral no not te quadrology is a banger. Yeah. It's uh, I, it's it's actually crazy mm. on how good the scores for these movies are. It's like okay, I didn't know that fucking I didn't know if it was possible for a composer to be like this. Is, okay, my favorite my favorite example of this is the scene between yeah, uh, Fuchsky and Shinji in three and they're just having mm. the conversation on the shogi board, and it's like Ano talking to Sagisu. This is literally just the scene. Of two people talking, and then Sagisu on his fucking piano, which is on fire because the fucking piece he's writing is so so fucking lit, just decides to put in fucking choir over everything. Do you it think, sounds cool? Do you think that like a normal conversation with Sagisu about like music is like okay, Chiro? So there's this scene, okay, and it's gonna have like. It's it's like this this angel, okay, and it's um, it, it kind of looks like a weird like like octahedron, okay. It's kind of like a diamond thing, and he's like, okay, okay, and he's like, so we just need like a real nice piece of music that's like kind of high energy, but not too high energy. A little bit goes, foreboding to you know sell the the intimidation factor of the angel. He's like writing this down. He goes, yeah, yeah, okay. What about violins? What about the choir? Where does the choir, choir go? When, when, a, when and, those violins? Okay, I knew this. I like honestly, honestly, it's not my favorite track of the series, but the uses of Angel of Doom in 1.0 yeah. is probably my favorite musical drop in the entire series. Um, when those, when those violins come in, the mm, like a movie gets so hype. It gets so like, good. When the violins come in after, like, the first shot basically does nothing to him, you're just like, oh. And then the violin... 
but like every single thing ends with Sagisu going, okay, but I have this choir. Oh, where do they uh, go? Ono, where do they please go? tell me. <laughs> and, and, and Ono's if just like, If I don't use Shiro. them tonight, they don't get paid. They can't eat. <laughs> and, but uh, I can imagine like, like Ono and the directors going, Shiro, we don't need a choir for this scene. He's like, okay, but where does the choir go? And they're just like, we, <laughs> we don't need one. Like, Sog why, do you, is literally, why does there need to be a choir here? And he, is literally he's just already like... setting it up. Sagisu's he's like, literally, he's the, already setting them up. <laughs> the choir's already out. He's they're already warming the, up. They're doing vocal and, exercises. He just he just looks back at Otto and goes, wait, what did you say? <laughs> just he's the like, choir's there. No, he yeah, looks back, he's already... Is, go ahead. He he looks back he looks back at Ono. He's already conducting the piece. He's like, "You don't understand. If I don't use them, they'll die." You don't understand. <laughs> if I don't use a choir, nobody's gonna know it's me. And then, one of, and then one of the choir people is just like, "Um, Sagisu-san, uh, when do we go on?" And he's just like, "Give me give me five minutes. Don't worry about it." Just, no, just, my just, favorite thing. My Ono's favorite thing, idiot. by the way, is that the the reason why Sagis is able to use the choir and his music sounds so good. He's one of the only anime composers to use an actual orchestra. He uses the London Philharmonic Orchestra, yep, which is the same orchestra that composes the Star Wars movies. Imagine walking into like in like an anime and being like, "Okay, so we have a uh, you know a couple of musical pieces that we can choose from," and Sagisu walks up and goes, yo, so I, I got this guy in the London Philharmonic. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to use them. Is that okay? I'm just going to yeah. use a full orchestra and choir. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. You remember that one scene near the beginning of Thrice Upon a Time when Shinji <laughs> in his depressive episode looks up at Asuka and he sees the choker and he just has like PTSD and just starts throwing up. That's yeah. Sagisu whenever he sees a MIDI track. Yeah. yeah. He just goes, oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about Asuka turning into an angel. I forgot. Yes. How did I forget about that? Yeah, she turns Oh, yeah, it's because, oh, oh, yeah, it's because Asuka's side... Oh, it's because Asuka's sideline in these movies. Anger, anger, grr, grr. Um, That's okay. But... Don't worry about it. She yeah, remember got when that she really has, good like, scene. no backstory? <laughs> Do you well, remember no, when... she, has a back... she has a backstory now. She's in this one. She's a different... She's got a different one. She's a clone. I was say it, it, technically it's barely touched on. <laughs> technically speaking, the backstory that we know and love is another Oscar. Yeah, yeah, it's another Oscar. Shiki, yeah, it's a meta thing. This is not the Oscar you love. Get it? Because the Oscar you love is in the original series, which all of you haven't moved on from. You fucking nerds, move on from it. I've moved on from it. I haven't, and, then, and, that's a, and that's a problem. But I that is a and, problem, Matt. You need no, to but yes, um, Shiro Sagisu's score just slaps. Um, my my girl Misato. Oh, I I hot, love Misato. I, I genuinely <laughs> like. I talk about Mari being my wife, and I stand by that. But if we're His going, first comment when he sees Misato is nice ass. Is yeah. Listen, Misato is a milf. A Misato I'd like to fuck, and that's just that's just the base comment. Or how about, about, an, how, about an, how, how about an uh, how about an M kilf? A, mis, a Misato Katsuragi I'd like to fuck. 
I'm McKill. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's add that to Kaji. prediction here real quick. Also, but um, no. Also, Kaji goes out of like a G in these films too. If we're on that note with Misato yeah, he, and stuff. He, yeah, he fucking he stops. stops in impact. Somehow, <laughs> honestly, that's the only thing in these films I don't understand. I'm like, what? Like, how did he stop he fucking? <laughs> He just went up. He just went up to the third impact with a gun and was like, "Not today." <laughs> with a gun, man. I mean, okay, he was obviously working with Karu more than likely, but like, yeah, it's a, like... Uh, but uh, but like, it's my whole thing is like, huh? How did he stop? You know, stop third impact because in because like in the, at the end of two point the post credit scene, you clearly see Karu fucking stab. <laughs> Stabs Stab. fucking Shinji with the spear, and he's like, "Don't worry, this time I'll make you happy, bub." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll make you happy." And then fucking, but then yes. in 3.0 it's like, "Oh no, actually, Kaji was the one who stopped Third Impact." And you just yeah. see that brief flashback, and it's like, doesn't it, it doesn't actually show how you stopped it? I'm just like, oh, I "How did they stop it?" <laughs> that's my favorite part. Of, uh, uh, sorry, but that's like that. That's just my favorite part of, about that flashback. Is Kaji walks towards like like the third impact and just goes I'm gonna fix this later fuckers and then just somehow fixes it and dies he, fu- <laughs> he, fucking dies. Points, he points at Misato and he's like guess what I left a little something something with you see a bitch <laughs> it's like, I it's don't like, have man. to pay child support <laughs> he just Switch flies it. into the fucking third impact he flies Imagine. into Lilith he flies he into Lilith in- Imagine though, like the biggest plot twist, he didn't die. He just wanted to get out of alimony. Yeah, he just throws his fucking child support papers out the window on the way In, up. He Lilith. learned that he only like yesterday that Bishado was preggers, so he's like, well, oh shit. Uh, well, time to stop third impact. Well, <laughs> well, time to do it myself, I guess. No, also, I, uh, but fucking go ahead. I I need to get this off my chest because like this is one of the things that. I might have missed, but I still don't understand. In this version, third impact doesn't happen, but it also does happen. What it happened? It what happens is it's called near third near third impact near third impact for a reason, and that's because and it, yeah. it got to the point where it did happen, but it just wasn't able to finish. That's why you have the re- the uh, the the failures of eternity, as they call them. Yes. Uh, because those are people that would have been turned into LCL, and you know, you know what happens in End of Ava. That's what that's what would have happened to them. Yeah, but because it was the stopped, but because it was stopped and interrupted, these people got turned back into humans, but were not able to be fully because of the way that it was stopped. So they literally became like FLC- LCL being stuck in a permanent eternity of like pain and suffering. I just Were you dead ass just... about to say fully cool? He was dead, dead ass about to say FLCL. Dead yeah, ass. I was literally about to say that. Fucking Gynax. Uh, but fucking like. But... My man said the F and I was like, oh, he's not yeah. going to. Yeah. Yeah, all uh, fucking. But in any but in any case, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just that it it happened to the point basically it just fucked the because it had because it almost happened still fucked the planet so mm-hmm. yeah because there's fucking teeth everywhere and everything's coreized or however they pronounced it it's all fucking red Corized, yeah and i gotta set yeah. up the, the 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 fields to the, remove the corization so that 
life can begin again. It just, yeah. And then Shinji it, just, you know, goes into the alternate dimension and it's like, I wish for no more Evangelions. Everything's fixed. Yeah. But also, which I love. Which I, I saw, I've heard some people complain about it. it's too convenient, it's too easy, and I'm just like, come on, he deserves this. <laughs> yeah, so like, let the man be happy for Christ's sakes. Like, fuck it, it's six like, years, and it's earned, and it's and it's, it's twenty six. It also, it, it's also, it it's also earned. makes sense because the Ava. It also makes sense because the you know this this alternate version of the anti universe. It literally, if you could, if you could wipe out humanity and turn everyone into like fucking souls and bring them back in End of Ava, I'm pretty sure he can just wipe out all the Evangelions from existence. Like he's a god, bro. What, what if he just turned them all into like mac and cheese? Yummy. Are you hungry, Shane? I am a little bit hungry. Yeah. Okay. Man just wants some mac and cheese, which is which is very, uh, which is very very fair. The last thing I want to bring up before we wrap up is uh. Hikaru Otaru hits different. Hikaru Otada, she, uh, yes. they hit different. Hit they different. hit different, yeah. They do They indeed. absolutely hit different. Which one's your favorite song of the bunch? I think uh, 2.0. Which is just the f- same one as 1.0. It's just uh, uh, acoustic. So Yeah. I'm going to say... It's a beautiful world. I love Sakura Nagasashi, uh, Nagasashi though. Uh, which is from 2.3.0. Because that one makes me cry. <laughs> I'd say the ending from 3.0 plus 1.0, honestly. One last kiss. One last I'm still kiss, trying um, to figure out who's that, who, like, who that is referring to. But uh, uh, one thing I do want to mention uh, real quick before we do wrap, wrap up is um, that scene where Misato fucking Independence Days herself um, yeah. and, and puts her hair down again. And I'm just like, yeah. Spencer that's that's yeah, and my my, my favorite. It's so cool though because the last thing she says before she blows her fucking self up is "Mari, go get Shinji." To the very end, that 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 woman deeply cared about Shinji and didn't want him to take on more than he could. So she decided to take on more than she could, and that's the theme of this movie: is learn to share the weight. Because you can't yeah. take it all by yourself. Learn to ask for help, idiots. There yeah. are people in oh. your life who will be happy to do so. Right. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of uh, uh, idiots, final scores. Um, fucking. Yeah. Uh, let's. Do we even need to do this, really? I we like, do. Yes, but I know it's a formality. Uh, it's a formality. We're gonna give the rankings to the rebuilds as we're giving the rankings to the rebuilds as a whole. Shane. What do you give the rebuild of Evangelion? Fuck. Uh, ten. As a whole, ten. Individually, different. But as a whole, ten. Ten? Alright. Uh, Spencer? Eleven. I also get it. Also no thoughts. It's get, it's get it's it's getting the coveted eleven out of ten for me. I love these series of I love these movies. They stuck the landing. I fucking love Evangelion. It's just like they just Ano Ano did it. The mad fucking man. Uh, just enjoy your king shit, king shit. Yeah, you, hey, here king, you drop this. And Avatar's still better though. Uh, but yeah. in the, <laughs> uh, but uh, but in any case. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to our next featured anime of the podcast, uh, which, uh, if you don't know how this works, we rotate every 
podcast between a choice on randomizer as well as a choice pick from me and Shane. Uh, that was a randomizer. That was my meta, which means all metas for the year have been used up. So it's only randomize. It's only true randomizers from here on out. Which so means chaos will ensue. Chaos incarnate mm, has sure begun. Um, but it is my turn to pick. Um, so this was supposed to be my meta until the rebuilds. Um, decided decided to go with rebuild. But uh, this is this is uh, this is a show I've been wanting to cover for a while. It's one of my all-time favorite shonen series. It is a show. It is the only show that has made me cry to the point where I was literally unable to function for the day. I oh, cried so, hard so, enough. So this is your clan at after story for me. Yeah, I was unable to function. I was literally unable to function. Like you were physically um, ill. <laughs> I that was physically been ill. That after story if I hadn't, you know. You know. Yeah, we know what we know what you did. <laughs> yeah, we know what you did. Uh, but I was physically unable to function. Uh, but it is also one of my favorite shonen series. It's one of my favorite comedies. It's one of my favorite just in terms of premises, just because it's bonkers. But I love it. But we're gonna be covering the entirety, both seasons of Assassination Classroom here on the podcast, which I'm very excited to finally finally watch i have been begging these two to watch this for a, quite a while with the help of josh because josh is also a big fan of that one i mean uh, hey spencer started yeah yes spencer's halfway through the first season from what i halfway through the first season i have not mm -hmm. seen a single shred of uh ass class so you'll love it shane shane do you like do you like uh weird octopus man teaching a classroom do about how to kill him Dude, I don't know anything about Ass Class, but I know about Koro Sensei, and Koro Sensei you, gives me life. Do you like Koro Sensei? Sunny I want Koro Sensei as my teacher. Yeah, same. That's all you need. Do you like Sunny Straits? Like, yeah. yes or no? Yeah, yeah there you go. Sunny Straight giving, in my opinion, the best performance of his career. So, there is that. Um, but in any case, we'll be covering next time Assassination Classroom. I'm your host, Matt, aka Legion Rex. You can find me on YouTube at Legion Rex, as well as uh, as well as Twitter, at, Le at Legion Rex, with me also have my co-host Shane, aka the Beard One. You can find him on Pasta. Twitter at BGN. Yeah, yeah, at, at BGN. Um, <laughs> or you can also find him on YouTube at the same thing at Beta Gaming Network, where he posts unboxings, let's plays, gameplay videos, uh, podcasts, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, you can also find him on Twitch. At, uh, uh, again, Beauty Gaming Network, where he yes. streams Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 to 10, usually. I don't know what he's streaming this week. So This uh, week, we should be starting Yakuza 3. Ah, hell yeah. Let's go. So um, get ready know. for that shit. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. That should be awesome. Uh, and then on... Uh, and then with uh, my co-host, Spencer. You can find him at uh, Twitter. At Beery Burton, two E's, two E's, but he likes a lot of cosplay pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, we should be done, ready to go. So, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that fucking long discussion of us just fanboying about Ava. Uh, and we will see you all next time for some assassination classroom. Make sure you don't poop your pants. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to The Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Don't get that